The pandemic brought a new meaning to the term cabin fever. Over the last 15 months, Americans were encouraged to stay at home in an effort to stay away from the coronavirus. The CDC now says if you're fully vaccinated, you can safely travel within the United States. Recent numbers from Our World and Data show that more than 40% of Americans are now considered fully vaccinated and just in time for summer, which means couples and families are hitting the road in droves. If you're planning a trip anywhere, there are a few things to consider before jumping on a plane, train, or automobile. Ali Koska is a vacation planner and has some important advice. Ali, thanks for being here. Thanks, Stephen. Happy to do it. You've already had the opportunity to go out during the pandemic, where you recently took an international trip to Mexico. So tell us a little bit about that trip. Yeah, so I've been a couple times, actually, um, to Mexico during, um, I guess, the COVID pandemic. Um, most recently, back in February, my husband and I, um, we took our two boys to Tulum to go see the ruins and the beaches in Mexico. And um, so my youngest could swim with a sea turtle. So Tulum is not necessarily Cancun. You fly into Cancun, which is a pretty busy airport, and then you take a pretty decent shuttle about an hour and a half or so out to Tulum. It's a pretty remote area. It's away from all of the big city hustle and bustle of Cancun. So we really felt good about going there with all of the the COVID restrictions and whatnot. We stayed at an all-inclusive and it was family friendly. So we really only left the property a couple times for our scheduled organized tours. Gotcha. Yeah. I've, I've been to that part of Mexico 20 years ago and went to like Chichen Itza and, and all of those uh, places out there. And it's a really, it's a beautiful place if people haven't been. Um, it is. Yeah. And we felt like it was kind of educational for the boys to go see the ruins and stuff. So we justified it that way. Absolutely. So what kind of gave you the confidence to travel internationally, even with your kids? Sure. I, I think, honestly, I really just wanted to go. <laughs> but also working with in the tourism industry like I do, I know how hard our partners, our resort partners and our airline partners are working to really bring people back to travel. And so I felt a responsibility kind of to show my friends and my family and my clients that they could travel and feel good and feel safe about it. You know, countries, especially like Mexico and other Caribbean countries, they've opened back up early because they really needed our tourism dollars for their survival. And I'm a part of this tourism industry that usually brings in billions of dollars and is the reason that millions and millions of people have jobs. So I feel a responsibility to help get people back out there. No, I absolutely know what you're talking about. I had a recent guest on the podcast who was in the the live event business. And, you know, they've been shut down for months and months and you know, as long as the travel industry, if not longer. And so they've been trying to figure things out so they can move forward. So I guess from a travel perspective, though, you know, what did you notice that was different, maybe from like a sanitation or a disinfecting standpoint during this trip that maybe you hadn't seen it pre-COVID that kind of made you feel okay being there? Oh, man, everything is different. So much is different. And honestly, I hope some of it sticks once we're in the clear of this pandemic. It really starts even before you get inside the resorts. They're sanitizing the bottom of your shoes and your luggage. Everyone in the lobby is completely social distanced. Rooms are not just cleaned. They're completely sanitized and then quarantined in between guests for a certain number of hours. The pool and the beach chairs are more spread out. So it's actually really nice and roomy for everyone. They're holding events and live entertainment primarily outdoors. So they're really doing all that they can to give people as much space as makes them comfortable. 
Wow, that is that does sound like they're trying to do everything they possibly can. Did the hotel advertiser promote what they were trying to do to protect their customers? Of course, yeah. The resorts, especially in Mexico and the Caribbean and the places that opened up really early, you know, like I said, tourism is a large part of their economy and they need you to feel safe booking. They need you to be safe while they're there. Um, these places cannot afford to have another shutdown. There's too many jobs and too many businesses. So they're all implementing all of the new cleaning procedures, the mask policies, the sanitation standards, and making sure guests really have fantastic stays. The other thing I think that the resorts are doing is, you know, on-site COVID testing to be able to help people return to the U.S. or to another country that are requiring the negative COVID test for re-entry. The resort is picking up the tab for the tests and does them on-site so that travelers don't have to seek out a medical facility to find a test. It just sounds like something no one wants to have to figure out on their own, you know? So they also, if for some reason you happen to test positive, most of these resorts that are my partners offer a 14-day quarantining on their property free of cost in the off chance that you are positive. So they know the possibility of getting stuck in a different country or having to pay for an additional quarantine stay would be really cost prohibitive for most people. Sure. So the resorts are really trying to remove any mental barrier like that that you might have for visiting. As they've opened back up, do you feel like they are trying to promote themselves more towards American tourism or more internationally? I think it depends where you go. I mean, Canada is still closed, so nobody from there can travel to the major destinations like Mexico and the Caribbean. So it is really all about that U.S. and European travelers right now. As far as feeling safe, you know, I definitely felt safe once we were at the resort. The airport is a little busier than I was expecting, even way back in February. So we all wore our masks and tried to keep to ourselves and get in and out and out of areas as quickly as possible. But, you know, once you're out, the transportation is private now instead of group shuttles. So you really feel safe in the van getting to your resort. I just can't say enough about how the people are just so gracious and friendly because they genuinely want you to be there, regardless of where you're from. I appreciate your your kind of insight on on how international travel is kind of looking, at least in the Mexico portion of the world right now. But let's shift gears a little bit to your current customers. Mm-hmm. Um, would you say that they are looking more domestically, like they just want to go sit at a beach somewhere right now? Or are they looking for those international excursions? I think they're looking for international, and if not, at least some sort of relaxing beach vacation. I think a lot of people feel like they don't need to use a travel agent for just going somewhere domestically, but we can help with that too. But I'm definitely getting a lot more inquiries for like Mexico, the Caribbean, the Bahamas, Costa Rica, places that are relatively short flights, places that are tropical escapes, kind of, places that have removed most barriers to entry and exit. Also starting to get a lot more people looking at to plan those bucket list vacations, you know, the ones that they didn't think they'd get to for five or 10 years from now, but suddenly getting there after not having traveled for so long seems more important and has moved up on the priority list. So places like Paris and the Greek islands and African safaris, I wouldn't say we're to the point where people are booking those kinds of things yet, but we're talking more about it. We're talking about budgets and timelines and planning on them rather than just, you know, these pipe dreams. Someday we'll do that. No, it makes total sense. I remember uh, a few months ago, our our kids want to go to Australia. And I remember that, you know, at the time, the flights were just dirt cheap. 
more so than they would be at any other time. And so we we strongly considered, you know, just going ahead and doing that and pulling the trigger on a big trip like that. But at the end of the day, we couldn't because we hadn't been vaccinated or anything like that. And it just didn't feel right. And I'm sure, you know, that was incentive for a lot of people to do that. So it really makes sense. What would you kind of say are the top three locations that you're booking either domestically or international or kind of combined? Yeah, I'm doing a lot of Mexico, like I said, just because it's close and easy. Um, I'm doing a lot of Western Europe. So like I said, um, itineraries in London and Paris and Greece. The other thing that's starting to come back is more inquiries about Disney and Universal, given that they're dropping a lot of their outdoor mask mandates and getting back to more of the experiences like character dinners and character interactions that people were used to pre-COVID that got shut down. So I think that's coming back in a big way, especially once we get into like fall this year and early next year for sure. Okay. So when your clients or potential clients are coming to you, what do they want to, what are they looking for when they book a vacation? So, I mean, so much people just want to get out of town, to be honest, but I think they've also learned right from some of these horror stories that people have from the beginning of COVID people lost a ton of money on vacations that they had planned and that that they couldn't get refunds on. And people were stuck in other countries and couldn't get home for months due to all the travel restrictions. So more than anything, people want to know that, you know, someone knows all there is to know about where they're going. I think now more than ever, people are seeing the value of using a travel agent rather than booking independently on a website or a booking engine. People want to know that someone will help them through this process, right? That to know what's open and what's not, to know the COVID protocols, to know the resorts that are really going to take care of them and make them feel safe. Yeah. Again, it makes total sense because they're not just kind of doing it on their own. Right. What? So, you know, we kind of talked about some of those locations and what your clients are wanting to know. And <laughs> to, to, to some degree, they're just looking for a different scenery other than their four walls. Yeah. If they're looking to book a vacation, maybe say they're like, you know what? I've never dealt with an agent. I'm just going to continue to go on my own. If you just had kind of a couple of pieces of advice for those people that don't want to use an agent yet, what would you tell them to research ahead of time beyond like the COVID restrictions? Like if they're just looking for, say, a trip to Mexico to Cancun, like what would you want them to research to help them get ready for that trip? Wow. Yeah, sure. First of all, I would tell them that booking with an agent doesn't cost them anything most of the time. So what's the harm? Um, And even if you know exactly where you want to go and what you want to do, you can click the button and book it yourself in a second. But booking with an agent like really ensures that a real person is there to help you if something gets canceled or goes wrong. I can't tell you how many hours I've spent on the phone fighting for refunds for clients and rescheduling clients and working to make sure people are over the moon happy with their vacations that they're just now getting to go on. And a website won't do that for you. But if you have to book it yourself, I would say read all the fine print on the cancellation policies and for sure, 100% get the travel insurance. It just makes it feel better. It gives you peace of mind that if you had to cancel, most of the time they're cancel for any reason policies now. So you don't have to have a medical excuse. You don't have to justify it to the insurance company why you canceled. You can cancel up to a day in advance and they will give you all your money back. So I would say definitely read the fine print and get the travel insurance. 
you just answered my next question, which was about travel insurance. So that's amazing because I was really interested in knowing how that was working now with COVID. And I was hoping that places had changed their policies to sort of include this in there. And I don't they probably really didn't have a choice and had to because anything can happen right now. Exactly. And people are on the lookout for it more than they were before. Nobody thought to look for epidemic policies or pandemic, like, you know, statements in their travel insurance policies. Yeah, it's like I said, it's it's a must have anymore. And so, you know, like you said, you've been able to go on a couple of international trips during the pandemic. And now you're going to one sort of I wouldn't say post, but almost post COVID in a couple of weeks where you're headed to Puerto Rico. Do you anticipate things being done differently in Puerto Rico than in Mexico? Or do you think they will still kind of be the same? Like, do you think it'll still be as strict from a sanitation process or do you think it will be a little more lax? I know for a fact that Puerto Rico is pretty strict. Just any of these island nations, you know, they're domestic because they're Puerto Rico. They're part of the U.S. But anywhere that's an island has to be really strict because they just can't let it run rampant on their little island. So they are being very strict. The airport, I expect to be very strict. Um, We're actually not staying in a resort. We're doing an Airbnb, which I know a lot of people have moved on to doing something like that or feel safer with, you know, booking an Airbnb independently than a giant resort where they can't see how many people are going to be there. They don't know what to expect and travel agents can help with that kind of thing too. So um, we're staying in a sweet Airbnb. We're really excited, but I think it'll be the beaches are open. The capacity at restaurants is starting to get back up there. They're starting to open up more outdoor venues and things. So I feel like it'll be pretty similar to Mexico, honestly. So you brought up a great point though, in that you're doing an Airbnb this time as opposed to a resort. Mm-hmm. Is there any sort of recommendations you can make as far as why somebody might want to consider the Airbnb in like a resort area as opposed to just going ahead and having that resort experience? Like what are the trade-offs? I think it's all in the kind of vacation that you want to have, right? So if you want to if you're going to an all-inclusive resort that you want to just lay there and be pampered and not leave the resort. And, you know, they have entertainment, they have dining, they have everything in these resorts now. So if you just want an all-inclusive vacation, the resort is the way to go. If you're looking for a little bit more of that DIY adventure, that getting off the beaten path a little bit, I think an Airbnb is a great option. It gives you the flexibility because you're usually going to have a car when you have an Airbnb, whereas you're checking into a resort, you probably wouldn't have a vehicle to get places on your own. Um, So it just gives you a little bit more freedom in what your schedule looks like during the days. I gotcha. Well, Allie, you've provided a lot of great advice to our listeners and So I want to give you the opportunity, if they are interested in booking with you, how would they go about getting in touch with you? Sure. I would love for everyone to get in touch with me. (laughs) Um, They can reach me on Facebook. Message me at Allie Koska Vacations. It's A-L-Y-K-O-S-T-K-A Vacations. Or email me at the same address, Allie Koska Vacations. So A-L-Y-K-O-S-T-K-A Vacations.com. Or at gmail.com, sorry. That's all right. And is it vacations with an S or like plural or? Vacations with an S. Awesome. Because we hope to book lots of them in the near future. I love it. Makes total sense. All right, Allie, thank you so much for being a guest today. And again, everybody, you heard 
uh, how to get in touch with her. She's got all the advice that you need and can help you book, whether domestically or internationally. So, Allie, thanks again for being on the show. Awesome. Thanks for having me, Stephen. Be sure to subscribe to the Sound of Southern Charm podcast to hear the other guests I have coming up. If you'd like more information, you can email me at stephen at stephengeorgevo.com. Thanks for listening.